I'm Sam Seitels, and you're listening to The Pillars of Hamilton. And if you like it, please subscribe on Podbean. Like my son Jaden says, you'll be my best friend. My guests today rock, and I mean that literally. I'm talking about Alex Staff and Gene Goodman from the band Goodman Fisk. They've rocked Hamilton many times. I can't wait to see these guys live. They really put on a show, and uh, they put on a show on this podcast. It was fun. Many, many laughs, and hopefully laughs in the future. Open invitation to the other two members of the band. But in the meantime, listen on my podcast to Goodman Fisk. Boom. Rock stars in the house. What is up, gentlemen? Yo, yo, yo. Hey, how you doing? This is surreal for me because I've been hearing about you guys forever, and I didn't think that the first time I'd be meeting or seeing or talking to Goodman Fisk was going to be in this little shed out here. Yeah, well, I'm glad you have it prepared for us. Yeah, this dude. Is great. Oh, yeah, this is all for you. We <laughs> <laughs> got Street Fighter 2, some beers here. Got some turf. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Yeah, you, you approve. Mm-hmm. Right on. Hey, rock and roll. Rock and roll up That's there. That's right. That's what it's Absolutely. all about. <clears throat> so, um, I've been watching videos. Okay. You guys, you guys bring it, man. I mean, yeah. you guys bring the energy. Well, we're polished. Um, that's one thing. We've been doing it a long time. Everybody in the band now you know, has over 10 years experience, some 20, 25. Um, so, yeah, we're very polished, you know, more, more than... Uh, than just talented, I guess you would say. And we work hard too. Absolutely. I mean, like it's it's a never ending kind of thing. You don't just you're not like, hey, I'm done, and you just go out there. Like you're you're learning new songs. You're learning. We learn new dance steps. I mean, we we do. We I do whatever saw we that. Can. Yeah. I saw that. You <laughs> guys, whatever we can. You guys don't just play music. I mean, you guys put on a show. <laughs> no. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say you have to today because everyone is so distracted, I guess. You know, everyone's got a cell phone. So just, uh, you know, you got to really command the attention or you're just not going to get it like he, like I think you would back in the day. Yeah. But back in the day, some people brought that too. I mean, you think of bands like Kiss and Motley Crue. And I mean, people definitely brought the show aspect I agree. to it. I, I agree. I think, um, but I think that when they were bringing the show, it was revolutionary because... Prior to them, it was kind of sit down and watch me play, and then the you know these these guys started coming through like, no get rowdy, get up, and uh, I think some of that got lost a little bit, and um, you know nowadays you have to do that. Mm. It's like a standard now. It's not it's not like some this is what this band does anymore. It's kind of like you have to have this as a standard, Marge, you know, to to rise above. But do you <clears throat> do you enjoy that aspect of performing? Do you enjoy putting on a show, doing the dance moves? You know. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's a physical it's a physical thing. It's a and it's a connection thing too. What do you mean? Uh, well, so for instance, when if if nobody's in the audience, you know what I mean. You're you're still taught to like just put on the greatest show but you know yeah. still do it and, and and kill it it doesn't matter who's watching even if there's three people you know from your very first show you're taught this like always bring it always bring it but the reality of the situation is there is a, an absolute connection with the crowd there is you know you can't high five nobody you know what i mean it, it, somebody if there's no one in the front row there's 
there's no one calling out songs or, or, or cheering for you or just, you know what I mean? Um, just eye contact and, and singing along and, and, you know, whatever. You get booked for a show, a gig, and there's only three people in the crowd. You guys are still bringing it, like I saw in those videos. <laughs> that doesn't really happen anymore. I mean, but, but like I'm just saying, okay, like well, from, I'm from, happy the about from the yeah, from the from the beginning, though, you are you are tough. And, and yeah. yo, we paid our dues. I mean, we played some tough shows. Yeah. What what is, what is a tough show? A tough show is is you know you and your girlfriend. Depends. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's it. <laughs> yeah. A tough show could be, you know, driving five hours to play for no mm, one. Yeah. A tough show could be, you know, this long, like, block of time that you have to fill and there's nobody there, uh, you know. I, I think why without, would, why would, if there's nobody there, why wouldn't they just be like, yeah, you know that block we told you about? Don't worry about it. Yeah. Well, I think um, a lot of times the shows are booked so far in advance that there's just some things you, you just can't account for. A lot of our shows are booked eight months a year in advance, so sometimes I mean, not like Alex said, not like not really lately as much now that we've been doing it for so long. But you know, years ago, I say like maybe five, six years ago, you know, it was it would be uh, tough to draw a big crowd everywhere you want, every time you want, you yeah. know. And there, there's just there's nights where it's there's there's nights where it's packed, there's nights where it's cool, there's nights where it's just slow. You know, and, you know, to touch on what Alex was saying, one of the things that you learn in the beginning is just like these industry standard type of, you know, words of wisdom, you know, like, doesn't matter if there's one person or 100, you give it your best all the time. <laughs> right. You know, just, you know, them old phrases, the show must go on. <laughs> it's funny because in what I used to do, pro wrestling, it was kind of the opposite. Because I guess maybe it's different because we would put our bodies on the line. So they would say, look, there's only 10 people. There's only 20 people out there. Don't do this move. Don't do that move. Just, you know, play it safe and get out of there. Would you still get paid? hopefully <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that that's that's the other thing you know you definitely you know when it's booked in advance like that you know you, you're, you're there to make money and you're traveling you're, you're spending traveling. gas money you're putting wear and tear on your gear i mean a lot of mm. times when we're showing up to to venues if we're do, providing a full production it's over a hundred thousand dollars worth of equipment that's getting set up yeah whoa yeah it's, it's you guys roll with a and a full team. I mean, full not team. just the band. We got a, We have more crew out yeah, there. We have crew guys that come out with us to set up. And then we have agents and, and mm -hmm. lawyers, accountants. You know, so a lot of people need to be paid. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's... it's. It, so, so when you go out, like if you guys are going out somewhere in the distance, I mean, who do you bring with you? The, well, it depends on the level of production. So if we're, if we're doing a, a full production show... Which will be sound, lights, and other visual production. Uh, we bring like a three-man crew that will come in, set everything up, run it, operate it during the performance time, then break it back down and return it to the shop. When you were paying your dues, were you guys that three-man crew? <laughs> Absolutely. We were the, we the three-man crew and the operators and the performers and yeah. the accountants and the agents. The promoters. <laughs> we were everything. Yeah, Gene used to uh, like mix sound, run lights, and play guitar, and sing all on stage. Like, he, he would have... What? Yes. I know. It sounds Wait, bizarre. what? But he would do it. He would do it. Yeah. He, that doesn't because, sound possible. Because we just couldn't afford... You know, to have anybody else taking care of it at that at that time, you know. You didn't want to just scratch the lights 
Like, I guess you have to have blind. You eyes. have to because it, it's we want to be seen. You know, you're clawing. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, hello. Then <laughs> <laughs> we <Anybody> out there. <laughs> well, you're clawing to get an edge on everybody, and mm, like I'm right. like I was saying earlier, the the rowdy party thing is just that's a standard now. If you want to be noticed, so you have to have that rowdy party aspect, and then you have to have the visual experience of lighting and other visual effects that stimulate the eyes and then you know you have to have like a big sound that surrounds you in the ears a lot of times people listen with their eyes so when they see it all going on then they actually hear the music it sounds funny but no no it sounds like you guys put a lot of thought into this yeah uh i mean like i said i heard your music and i saw some of the shows uh you did Sons of Italy here, right? Correct. How, how did that go down? Oh, oh that's man, that's one of us. our favorite shows. Yeah. yeah. Why? Shout out to the president, Nick. He was one. Of, he was one of my pillars here. He's, on a, he's, a, he's a good man. He's, he's a, a man. good man. Yeah. One of the best. Yeah. Um, you know, we just those guys have always been hospitable to us. Um, we've done side work with uh, some of the sons. You know, some of the individuals. Uh, Dom did bass did uh, our promo video, and. You know, just it's just a fun time. It's a it's a, a good vibe party. It's just something. Those are now. good people at Sons of Italy, right? Yeah, yeah. and it, it's something that you know our people look forward to going now to see us uh, to see us do. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's somewhat outdoor too, so you get the you know you get the weather. You get it's just great food. Oh, is this something that's happened uh, annually or what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. how yes. long have we? I mean, it's been years. I mean, it's just probably like I don't know, maybe about three or four. Right? Fourth, fourth, yeah. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah. The, and oh, the Nick, songs. Nick, invite, sir, please. <laughs> Come on, man. Where you at? And then we do uh, we do Mount Carmel's tent as well. So we got to give them a shout. Yeah. Um, Wait, yeah. what do you mean their tent? Like when? Because they have the beer one, garden, the beer garden, right by the beer garden. Oh, <clears> is this around the carnival? It's it, it's the carnival, yeah. We usually do the so, that during the week. We usually yes. do the, the beer garden during the week, and then we'll do Sons of Italy on like that Friday or something. So I think this year we did. Um, so we did Mount Carmel on a Wednesday this year, and mm-hmm. they have a they have a new structure they built. So it's not even a tent now. Now it's a permanent structure that they have there. And they do more than just rock concerts. Yeah, I think I, I I'm not sure what aspects they use it all for. Yeah, but um, yeah, I'm sure I know they do a lot of stuff. I know the yeah. parade. Well, I've, we've um, seen it come up a little bit too. Like they upgraded their power because we started bringing all these lights and stuff. One thing you have to consider, <laughs> oh man, is uh, you know when you're when you're running like 25 lights, all these speakers, amps, you gotta have like a, a 60 amp, 100 amp service. You can't. I need Ooh. more than just two outlets, or I need more than just a little quad box. Oh man, what and, would it take? And we've had we've we've had the, the yeah. power go out. Yes, you know. Uh, just because you're not you're not balancing. Oh no! The, what do you, you know, do? The sound you guys go straight. Do you guys get out some stools and just play an acoustic set set from there? Well, it kind of, <laughs> it's interesting because when the power goes out, the 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 main instrument you always still hear are the drums. drums. Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, they must they must overpower everything. Well, they're they're mic'd, but they're just a loud. They're just naturally loud. Right. You yeah. know, even without the mic. As any right. parent knows. Yes. <laughs> yes. So the, the it's kind of like rocking, dum, 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 you know what I mean? Party's going on, and the power goes out. It's like, you still hear the drums, and then they kind of, show is over, folks. But yeah, but and 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 at that point, you know, 
you, you got two songs. You got, you know, We Will Rock You. Oh, right, because yeah. the, the, the audience plays the yeah, movie. Right, right? yeah, or uh, you can do like a, oh, baby, you... <laughs> You got what I need. Exactly. A acapella. Right. 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 And then you hope by the end of, of like a, you know a couple times around, you're like you know you're looking back at your crew like did you guys, did you fix it yet? Is it is this are we ready? <laughs> thumbs up. Oh, Everyone's looking be, for this. That's yeah. yeah. Thumbs up. So thumbs up. hard. It's gonna be so hard in the moment. But you guys, I mean, ten. What do you say? Twenty years in, like you guys have to have some tricks. Yeah. Up sleeve. Well, the first the first time you blow the power is kind of like ah oh, we're back on we're back. Technical difficulties, but when the power blows again, <laughs> the second time the power blows, now it's like, oh god, what is happening? That's frustrating. Yeah. And then you got to start scaling down and stuff and, and equipment. You know, we have we have like usually three or four hazers on board. Hazers. Um, yeah. So we have we have got we have hazers that will like slowly see a fire, a smoke machine will let off a big puff of smoke and then do nothing. Well, a hazer is going to let off a little bit of smoke continuously. So eventually it, it fills. And that makes the lights yeah. uh, look a lot better. It gives them like a 3D kind of effect. Yes. Uh, instead of lights uh, on the back of the wall, yeah, you'll see them like I know what you're through, talking about. Like, through the, beam. the stage. Yeah. Or the beam. Right. You know? Yeah. Like kind of like when you're driving and it's foggy, right. you put on your headlights and now mm. you know your, your lights just look different. Right. So you get the beam. Well, anything that draws heat like that sucks up a lot of power. It's like a big power suck. So mm-hmm. sometimes when you're you're waiting for that epic moment when the song's rising and building for that big bam, <laughs> well, a lot of things are hitting right there. Yeah. And a lot of things are going with the power, just sucking it out because you got your, your hazers are going off, your subwoofers are pumping at that shot and you're everything's just hitting his bass amp is drawing a lot of power he's hitting at bass i'm hitting my guitar you know singer singing and uh you get a, you and get that's a, when it happens that's when it happens <laughs> yep, that's when it kind of build up to nothing <laughs> bro you sold that really well i felt like i was there <laughs> years years of experience no doubt well let's go back man um Good Man Fisk. How was it formed? By the way, so you took okay. the name from your last names, right? Yeah, so... It's a cool um, name. So my last name is, is Goodman. Uh, the singer's last name is Fisk. Uh, one of our buddies came up with it uh, many moons ago. Um, when, you know, it was just two guys that were just jamming and trying to trying to take things to uh, the next level, uh, so to speak. And it just it's just kind of one of them things that rolled off the tongue. It does. It does. Know? And uh, you know, we were strangely comfortable with it. It just it seemed to fit. Yeah, it just sounds like a band that is cool, a band that is popular already. It just it just sounds it's yeah. so it does it rolls off the tongue. It rolls man. off the tongue. <clears throat> I know that's so important for it to be remembered. Like uh, every aspect from your show to your name to everything to be remembered is huge. Yeah. So, <clears throat> Good Man Fisk was um, kind of what we you know called ourselves, and then I guess as we started getting some tenure, you know, we we started um, you know GMF started rolling off the tongue a little bit. You know, kind of the uh, the acronym. Uh, so to speak, like Stone Temple Pilots, STP. STP you yeah, know, just I heard of, they're doing a new tour, even though the dude's dead. Well, uh, the band still needs to make the money. Yeah, they sure <laughs> I, do. I totally understand. <laughs> they sure do. I totally understand. You know, I, I always wondered about that too. Like, is it you know once you reach that level of fame, like is it awkward? 
like to move forward and that has to be awkward right because like first of all i feel like their singer they got someone who sounds like scott wineland wasn't it right yeah they i feel like they got a guy to who sounds like him because they're playing the same song so mm -hmm. obviously he has to be able to sing those songs exactly but it's like what else are they going to do start an entirely new band where no one Nobody even knows your knows name you. you're not making money uh, i mean what are they like 40s 50s now yeah like, 50s I, I mean you know and and it's it's hard too because when when someone key into the band passes, you know what do the other guys do? You know you you've been doing that your whole life. You know you've been training your whole life, preparing your whole life, practicing right. your whole life, sacrificing your whole life, and then all of a sudden you know a tragedy happens, and now it's like, well, what's next? Didn't they play though? Didn't they have like a super group with um? I know what you're talking about. A velvet. It was like Slash. Uh, yeah. Right. From from you had a couple guys from Guns N' Roses right. in there too. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Revolver. Velvet. Revolver. Velvet Revolver. Yeah, I yeah. thought that was cool too. I, yeah. I like that. Well, but, that was um, great. But I noticed a lot of them like them super groups have a hit. One hit. And then that's it. You're right. You know, you, you, <laughs> you know, like an old one is like Temple of the Dog. Well, who's Temple of the Dog? Oh, well, it's Pearl Jam and it's uh, Soundgarden. You know what I mean? Both of them bands are headliners on any bill you yeah. know it, and then you take temple the dog and it's like you know who's that at your local bar playing down the street you know <laughs> yeah you gotta come see this band temple the dog uh, they're playing imagine, at west end could you imagine showing up and there they are you're just like wait what i'm just hoping one day i get that lucky to like roll into like you know a band you know Jimmy and the Fitzhorns, and it's like, you know, someone <laughs> someone big up there. You know, yeah. it's Metallica in disguise or something. Right. Yeah, just like one person from every band mm -hmm. you grew up listening to. Wait, but let's go back. Um, so how did you guys form? How did you guys meet each other? What were you doing beforehand? So, I, I saw these guys. Like, yeah. I saw them before I was in the band. Yeah. Because um, they, had, they, had they had another bass player and another drummer. How, how, long, how long have you been in the band now, Alex? I, I don't know. Six, <laughs> I feel like maybe... Six, seven years? I was thinking like five six, but it might be. So let's let's go on six. Yeah, we'll play one on six. Um, okay. But yeah, I remember I remember seeing them and being like, you know, it, it was it was a lot of energy, but like without really, it didn't really look like you guys had a plan. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> sure. it, and I, and like that's, I mean that as like a compliment. Like, no, but that's a but it was. Compliment. I was just like, what do they do? Like, they I I didn't see a set list on stage. Um, I you guys were kind of like calling to each other and like you want to do this nah 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 and then but like the crowd was just eating it up and I was like wow like I, I'm like I was so engaged that I looked over and I'm like dude the rest of the crowd's engaged too I'm like oh, this band is great and then you know I, I didn't really give it much thought after that and then I just you know I just moved on and because and, I was in my you know I was still in band doing my own oh, you were in a different so band. I was in a different band yeah so like I remember just you know just meeting up I think it was at Finnegan's it was for benefit so. or something and then didn't give it another thought and then uh yeah and then just we had some friends in common and they were like guess what man like you know they're looking for a bass player and i was like good man fisk i'm like i'd love to play with those so guys wait, did you just ditch the other guys you're just like eh. all you have in at the end of the day is your reputation and so like right. you know and your word in here and if you get to be known as Somebody's going to be like... The flake. Right, the flake or the or dick or whatever, you know, and somebody doesn't want to, you know, you don't want to work with that guy or whatever. Like, you, nobody wants to... So, yeah, you know, you do it in a pro way. Okay. You're like, listen, guys. Like, Does it I, feel like a breakup? Uh, a lot of, in a lot of ways, it yeah. is kind of like, uh, yeah. like, like with a girl. Yeah, sure. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's sure. a tough job too, Sam, because <clears throat> it's not like it's not like any other job, like where you you can just like, all right, I quit, and then you're like, well, I'm gonna hire him. You know what I mean? Mm. Because you're not trained. You have to mm. you have to know you like the training that is involved. Um, the newest member we added is our drummer. So he's been in the band how new? Oh, okay. three, four years okay. now. The the amount of songs that he had to learn in in the span of like two months just to get up to speed to play a show. Um, well, I, I gave it away. It took him about two months just to, <laughs> just, just to, to get to, to get up to speed to, right. to perform once, huh. you know, to form initially, um, because he probably had to learn about sixty songs. Yeah, Whoa. you know, and it just it it's, gets confusing. It is confusing. It's tough. You learn a song. But what made you choose him? What made you decide Alex was the guy? Well, we've, we've tried out. You know, you, you, you usually get together. You know, you set up a day. You jam. You just kind of feel each other out. Uh, you know, you see if the person, you know, the easiest thing to point out is like, you know, can they play? You know, that's like, <laughs> that's the given. It's like, you know, because I, I, we... <laughs> We had we had a bass audition one time, and this guy rolled up with like a raccoon hat and a squirrel tail, <laughs> and he stunk so bad. What? Like, Wait. Oh, you're not talking about Alex. Not Alex. Oh. No. <laughs> Where's <laughs> my raccoon hat? You said you were giving it back. No, luckily Alex didn't roll up with a raccoon hat. But one of the guys that was trying to replace or take the job did. That was his thing. A raccoon, you know, hat. raccoon hat. The Didn't guy that was trying it? to replace the last guy. Yeah, and he rolled up with uh, a raccoon hat and. That doesn't fit the good man Fisk. <clears throat> nah, he was the weirdest one out of, out of like out of like seven bass players. He was like the weirdest one, and then you know Alex was like the gem. So we were like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna roll with this guy. So far, so good. Six years, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. And that was that was like my first real audition because any other band that I'd been in, like I already knew the guy, like just from being out and just circuit. jumping up on stage yeah. and, and drinking with him and stuff, and like I. I guess I've just played a different circuit. I didn't really see these guys, so so we didn't really know each other. So they're like, "Yeah, you can come down and audition." And I was like, "Audition?" <laughs> I'm like, "Let's not get carried away." Well, Alex, <laughs> you know what I mean. So was it a real audition? They were like, no, you had to wait in a waiting room, and they were like, "All right, Alex." No, it was nah. way cooler than that. Yeah, I mean, it was just you know, okay. it was just down the basement, and it was just it was like here, man. It's very comfortable here, man. You want a beer? You want to? Yeah. What, something else, something else. You know, relax. <laughs> right <laughs> whatever and um no and it was and it was just it was great and it was just like hey you know what do you want to do uh i don't even think we had like really much of a song list you guys were like nah. you know just there is it, it like there is more than just playing yes there's the personality part of it too that's what i was going to ask you like was that part of the addition Did absolutely you... chemistry is key i mean we've had a couple guys play with us for a little bit that were great players but Right off the bat, you could just the, the chemistry doesn't vibe, and you know I, I've been the firm believer that <clears throat> you can compile any group of talented people, but it's it's the chemistry that's going to determine how good that group is, and you know sporting teams are a good example because they go through it all the time. Teams pick up great players mm-hmm. that play great in other places, come to the new spot, and something. Something just doesn't. Something doesn't float right. It doesn't. They're not playing at their high level like they were before, and it's not because they're any worse. It's just the the chemistry's not there. And then there's been times when teams have beat out teams that are clearly better on paper, but somehow they're able to pull the win out because their chemistry is there. Mm. You know, like the, you know, like when the Phillies won the World Series in 08. 
they were a good team. Obviously, that year they were the best team. But the 09 team and 010 team, if you're just comparing rosters between 08, 09, and 10, Phillies clearly had some big upgrades in 09 and 10, especially in the pitching department, and they just weren't able to win. Yeah, I, I think it, you're right. I, I don't think it's just sports. I don't think it's just bands. I think it's it's anytime you have to get a team together, like for example, here at Reed Preschool, if I was going to get my teachers together, that chemistry of all of us together gives them what yes. they need to go on to the next level. And so you guys have that. Yes. And it's pretty easy. I mean, I only saw promo videos. I saw like one or two songs. But um, being an entertainer for a good portion of my life, like I know when people have that it factor where they can uh, go to a bar mitzvah or they could go to a wedding and they would know their crowd, they would know their audience, and they would know how to put on a show wherever they are. And I got that vibe from the few videos I saw from you guys. Because that's one of the, it's one of the things that you can... You can pick up clearly, um, or or I was I'm not maybe not clearly. But you could pick up quicker, you know. Talent, you could see some, you know. You could turn your head and see something, and in a half a second, be like, "Whoa, there's some talent," you know. And then there's other times where you can watch for like a minute or two, and you could be like, "Man, these guys, they got their stuff together." And also in a minute or two, you could be like, "They're good, but they just don't know what they're doing." Yeah, you know, and that's that's a big part of it. But you guys also, you guys also have that confidence. Um, it's not just the confidence; it's everything all together. It's it's yeah. uh, your that I can see you guys for ten seconds and know. All right, these guys are putting on a show. Uh, what happened to the other band members? Just uh, were those time to go? I don't know if you that's something you're willing to talk about on the air. Yeah. Um... You know, in the in the beginning, um, the first year of Goodman Fisk was just Goodman and Fisk, me being Goodman and Ryan being Fisk. He's not here, but no drummer. Um, no, no drummer. We were just a, we were actually just an acoustic duo. I played acoustic guitar, didn't sing. Ryan played acoustic guitar, sang. You guys play shows? Yeah, I mean, we played uh, our local bars, and uh, and they still do. Yeah. They still have their like no their, their duo. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's a, there's a couple like local spots thing. that are that are kind of like you know grandfathered in that we still you know we still play. We don't pick up that many new like duo spots um, because the full band is just thriving, playing more shows than ever. And um, I think it's cooler that way, man. Yeah. That way, it's a little side thing with you and him. You guys been doing it forever. Mm-hmm. But when it started, that's what it was. It was just me on. Acoustic guitar, playing guitar, Ryan playing acoustic guitar, singing. He knew like five chords. <laughs> I I couldn't sing and play guitar to save my life. No way. Just doing the two. How old were you guys? 20. No way. So just doing, just playing guitar and singing was like, you know, patting your your head on and rubbing your stomach in a circle, you but know, you guys, chewing and walking. You guys still had the cojones to go out and to play shows. Going. Yeah, so we, 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 we were... We were coming off of other projects right around the same time. Um, we were rockers, um, maybe even classified as metalheads. I mean, because we were playing some heavy stuff. Yeah. And uh, his project disintegrated. Um, I was with the same group of people uh, for about five years, and uh, it's it was tailing off. I brought Ryan on to fill the void of a drummer. He was initially a drummer, which he was very talented. That's his first instrument, and. Um, 
Within like a couple months, you know, just the disintegration of just, I guess, our attitudes towards that music and just mm. being, oh, really? in, being in those type of projects, we were just kind it's of... It's hard. It's not very marketable, right? Nah, yeah. It's not as marketable. You're getting older. Um, it just wasn't... It's fun. It was fun at the time. Yeah. You know, and there were, there were the glory days, I guess you could call them now, but, you know, we just wanted to do something else. Right. So he brought over acoustic, started singing and playing. I said, ah, man, that sounds good. Let's just try to learn some songs and play some bars for money and uh you know we practiced for a couple months got like 20 songs together one played and then all, all cover songs or you guys all covers yeah okay. all, at the time they were all covers yeah <clears throat> and we played a place a local bar that was like one of our strongholds for a long time so it was called devlin's irish pub in Aco. Yeah. and i remember we played there new year's got some eve, history there eve. i see yeah, oh yeah great times oh, great yeah. times there was a lot of history there um, but we played New Year's Eve Eve, and uh, <laughs> you know we're we're in there we're playing and we brought a lot of people that night. So the the manager comes up to us at the end of the night like, I need you guys here tomorrow too. It's New Year's Eve. I need a band. We're like, but we don't know any other songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we know twenty songs. Yeah. And we just played nineteen of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's like, I don't care. Just bring the people. We were like, oh, that's that's the key then, huh? Just yes, bring, bring the, the people. people. That's all they want, right? Bring the people. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I know how it goes. Hey, um, not to cut you off, I have to take a commercial break. You guys are so easy to talk to. I haven't gotten to like a single one of these questions <laughs> on my notes. I took copious notes that I have not used any of them. We're going to take a quick break and maybe I can get to like two of them. You guys rock. Uh, we'll be right cool. back. Sounds right good. On. All right. Dave Birnbaum, real estate agent. Oh, come on now, Sam. You shouldn't have. Anything to feel the burn. <laughs> no, I love it right now. Yeah, well, did you know that going through Remax will get you charged up? All we want to do is blow people's <laughs> minds. <laughs> oh, come on now, Sam. What? You don't like the sound effects? I'm just trying to get my name out there. I know, because you're up at the crack of dawn every morning working hard. <laughs> what? You think you could sell this thing without sound effects? Be my guest. Tell them what it's about. This is Dave Birnbaum, Remax Community. Buy, rent, sell with Burn. Just give me a call when you're ready to go. 856-524-2927. I can't wait to help you out. Oh, Dave, just one more sound effect. I guess do it, Sam. For all the people who have saved money with Dave Birnbaum, this one's for you. Like a lot of what we do, is we're, we're finding out for ourselves. I mean, nobody, yeah. there's no guidance counselor yeah. that's like, you could be in a band. Like that could be your job. Like, yes. you know, this, there's, I didn't even know this was possible. I just like feel like. Is it, this your it, full-time profession? It is. Yeah. It is. That's awesome. For all of us. I was almost scared to ask you guys that. No, yeah, that's all we do. No, and, and it's awesome. And it's just it's just crazy because uh, like you kind of follow, you know, you can make plans in your life and you can, you know, I'm going to school or not, I'm going to law school or whatever, but like you get a chance to do this and you're like, eh, I'll, I'll do that later. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm going to do the band thing now and, and, and see where it takes me and then. And, and next thing you know, like, you know, it's 20 years later and you're still playing and you're like, I can't believe it. I mean, it was just so lucky. And even when we do have those those kind of strange, those kind of 
bad gigs or whatever, you know, you have a bad day or like, you know, your equipment breaks or you're just not feeling that connection with the audience or what are you, we travel a lot, you know, a lot of things yeah. can happen, you know, breakdowns or hotel, the hotels, the reservations get lost or what, you know, there, there's a lot of things that, that can go wrong, but you know, it's like when you see those, those bumper stickers, a bad day fishing is still a better than a bad day. But work, it's, it's the same kind of thing. You're like, wow, like this could be a lot worse, man. Like my bad day at work could be your job is promotion or whatever. Super, super rad. We it's are, we're, very cool. We, yeah. we think so too. And we're, and, and there's a little bit of humility that comes with it too. Like we, we know we're lucky. We know, we know we hit well, jackpot. Well, like you said before. It, it, yeah, yeah, of man. course. You guys, mm, I don't know how lucky you are, man. I feel like you guys are, are, are just talented. Um, we, we make our I own mean, luck too, it, Was anything really ever handed to you? Was anything, are you really lucky? I mean, I had um, strong family support. You okay. Know? You know, that helped. Yeah, for it sure. Allowed, you know, it allowed me to get a strong foundation. Okay. But um, I mean, as far as like the music industry or just whatever. Like, you, gotta, you guys you got a claw. You got to It is a lot of work. You guys Absolutely. have been grinding. You have to because everybody wants you to play more or something for free or for less or, you know, they want, everybody wants champagne, but they only got beer money, you know? <laughs> have yeah. you been stiffed before? Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. Sure. Sure. Stiffed by, you know, just, you know, normal people, you're doing a private gig or a club, you know, clubs, I don't want to say they always, clubs are, are, are tough. You got to, you know, when they're, when they're trying to, you know, not pay you. It's oh. never before you play. Oh, I know. It's always after. Oh, those club promoters, they sound like <laughs> wrestling promoters. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's yeah. always after. It's never before the performance. It's interesting. That's when they find out they didn't have enough people at the gate. Whatever. You know? exactly. Yeah. Hmm. You know, they know everything going into it. Ugh. And, you know, everything's a risk. You know, sometimes when you're booking gigs, they're like, how many people can you guarantee you bring? I can't guarantee I'll bring one person. How about you promote it and you figure it yeah, out? I'll play the music. Exactly. I mean, and, and we're going to promote it our best. We're going to sure. push it, you know, as much as we can. But, like, you know, I, there's no guarantee. There's nothing, There's no guarantee in life except death and taxes. Yeah. yeah. And we want them to make money. Obviously, we want the clubs to make yeah, money. Yeah, so they want us sure. back, you know. And right. Yeah, I mean, if you're, game. If, you're just, if you're just trying to always <laughs> one off, eventually you're going to run out of people to one off. You know, you can't just you can't just be like, oh, well, I you know I got X amount of dollars for playing here tonight, and who cares if we ever come back because we got the money tonight. Mm. You know, you're looking to build uh, an account, and yeah. you're looking to get five, six gigs, you know, four gigs, ten gigs a year out of them, and then you have to assess that that room in in that sense. Not every room, not every time are you assessing it just on a performance by performance basis. Sometimes you're you're taking 10 performances at the year that the club gave you and then reviewing that account. Yeah. Like, do we want, do we want to keep this place? Yeah. But so yeah. I was going to, I was just going to answer your, so your original question was the question. You right, remember it. It was what, a long time ago. Music, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I like, like the other guys too, probably have uh, a lot of classic rock, a lot of rock, a lot of metal, um, in the background, you want to name some names? Um, Are we talking like Led Zeppelin? Or love Zeppelin, love Metallica. Um, even even further back, man, I love I love me some White Snake and Motley Crue. Oh, I'm a Motley Crue. Do you see the uh, dirt? Oh yes, I do. Saw it that three times. Hot. Oh yeah, I read the book afterwards too. <laughs> no man. kidding, man. A whole lot more detail in that book, sir. I bet. I bet. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. So I mean, and absolutely, and 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 that's you know, every guy every guy sees that, and they're like. 
if we could do that, like we're good. I want to do that. I want to yeah. do that right there. You know. Um, so yeah, just uh, a lot of different stuff. A lot of just hip hop stuff too. You know, just what um, hip hop. So the, I, I kind of was on the older stuff, man. So I had like you know N.W.A. Uh-huh. Uh, too Short, uh, th- those guys. Um, LL Cool J. Wait, wait, Too Short. Is that the guy who's saying, I wish I was a little bit taller? No, no, no. Okay. That's, a, that's Ski-Lo, I think. Ski-Lo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no. Um, but, the, but anyway, a lot of stuff, a lot of different stuff. And uh, never really got into country. Um, just never really had the interest. And when I got in the band, they're like, here, man, learn, learn some country tunes. And I was like, all right, you know, I'll check it out. I'm like, wow, this is, it's basically rock. You know, it's basically rock with the... It is? Yeah, with the, you know, with, with, with a couple more... The, it's very basically rock, yeah. um, with with slide guitar, and banjo, and and the twang in the voice, and, and and some great harmonies and stuff. And I was like, ah, oh, check it out, dude. I remember playing like the first show with you guys and playing country, and the crowd was just. I'm like, well, we'll see how it goes. The crowd <laughs> went insane. You are like, like all country now. I was like, this? Whoa. I, dude. Anytime we were like, hey, should we learn that country song? I'm like, yes, 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 yes. Learn that song. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I'm 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 kind of a convert with with the country wow. man. It, okay. it, I think uh, country music itself evolved <clears throat> faster than other musics. Um, I guess what I'm trying to say is, in the '50s you had rock and roll, and you know it evolved into like you know your Zeppelin, your Pink Floyd, then to your Metallica, you know, then to your Godsmacks and Marilyn Mansons, you know, and it took good like. 40, 50 years for it to get that, like, from, from point A to point B. Where country, I feel like, you know, it was, like, old school, you know, a little bit more modern than Johnny Cash. Then out of nowhere, in, like, two years, then it's, like, Blake Shelton pop country. You know, like, it evolved faster. Same thing with hip-hop, like Alex was talking about. Is that an evolution? I, yeah, I think I think in, in, some, in some facets, because it's, um... The genre's there, but the the I guess the the way it's just performed now is performed differently than than, than previous. I don't know. Previous yeah. ways. And Johnny Cash is some powerful stuff. Definitely. <clears throat> Definitely. Yeah. But like you had like <clears throat> it doesn't Johnny Cash, the a lot of the instruments used to perform that didn't change much from like mm. Garth Brooks. You know, there's like a good 50, 60 years there where it's like kind of similar. They're all still using guitars. And now, right. now you're listening to it. Now they're using like the like MPCs and machines, stuff that people make hip-hop beats with. Right. They're using that in their country songs. And that all happened in like a really short span. Do like, the hardcore country fans, are they digging the new stuff? Yeah. They right. like it. They cool, like it. Cool, cool. Because it transitions. Like I think where Gene was going with that, it transitions. It, it, it kind of... It does sound a little bit until they start singing. It kind of does sound a little bit like hip hop. Yeah. You know what I mean? They have like a weird backbeat wow. in there too. And I'm like, that, yeah, it's weird that it, that's country. You know what I mean? And wow. then and then music always evolves, right? Yeah, like, definitely. What, what is punk rock? What is country music? Like you know, <laughs> right. it's mm-hmm. always. Um, <clears throat> so when you guys are on stage, what are your favorite songs to jam to nowadays, or maybe even of all time? Is there like a song that since the beginning <clears throat> you always are down to do this one song? <laughs> Depends on the mood. Definitely depends on the mood. I like. Uh, see, I grew up on Metallica and Biggie Small, so I like. You know, I like doing. I like doing both. Metallica got me into guitar, yeah. and then um, at, you know later in in my musical experience, I was able to to kind of produce like more of the hip hop 
music, more styles, using auto tune and and things like that, rapping. I I'm guess. pretty sure I've seen you rap on stage. I mean, yeah, they they were YouTube. all skills that were developed later. It was kind of kind of guitar kind of got me in the music, and um, so I would have this weird thing where like you'd listen to Metallica, listen to Skinnerd, and when I would listen to them, they would like I'd grab my guitar and try to play along with them, and then. You know, I'd listen to Biggie Smalls, and when I was listening to him, like I would relax. I wouldn't be like, be like, "Oh, let me try to rap." You know, let me try to rap this verse now. Yeah, right, right. You know what I mean? Like I would with I was listening to Enter Sandman. I was like, "Oh, let me grab my guitar and play this mm. little ditty here." Where if I was listening to anything else, Tupac or uh, Dr. Dre, like I'd more just be chilling and listening to the music. Really? Yeah. Whereas like a lot of the rock, like I'd hear it and then I want to replicate it or emulate it in in, in some but, sense. But you rap now. Yeah, so it was a skill that developed later. Um, as I, you know, once, once I got like a good footing with guitar and just a good understanding of music, it, it's I guess my brain started to say, hey, you know, you could do this too. Is that your favorite thing to do? Music? No. Well, yeah, music, but like rapping. As far as being on stage, if you were to pick one, your favorite moments of the show, you know. It's a toss-up. <laughs> it toss is a toss-up. between up. that and something else? It's a toss-up between rapping and guitar. I like them both. I like them both a lot. Um, guitar, I'm kind of like a uh, like a lead player. So I like, you know, I like the moments where I, when I'm able to get that 16 measures and shred a solo, mm -hmm. you know? And then um, I, I kind of developed my rapping ability, so I like that too now when you're doing a song that's like, you know, a challenging rap whether it be the wordplay or yeah. where you gotta take your breaths and you know just knowing all the lyrics too yeah you know and there's a lot there's a lot that goes into rapping every line a lot of times when you're playing a song sometimes the melody that you're singing is repetitive in that song whereas in rap every line is like itself like a lead line almost you know every line's different you're not saying the same melody mm. yeah it's hard to explain but it, it's it feels it feels uh, it feels good to do them both. Yeah, to have yeah. that. Yeah, and I, I live I live for those those magic in a bottle kind of moments um, where where Fisk it, it stops singing and will stop the band and hold the mic out and like ah, like everybody's yeah. singing that part. Mm. Um, so. Uh, it, it, again, like I know I said that earlier, but it, it, there's this connection between the music and the crowd and uh, the music and their voices and the music and their dances. Um, so like I, I really live for that connection that that those were those are my favorite moments when um, you know when, when the song when we're doing like happier or something and uh, by, I want by the to steel so you it, know. what is it? I said by the steel so oh yeah, yeah and then right and then, uh, and then you get that drop where you just know, like the crowd is just gonna start moving and they're gonna and they're gonna just go nuts. Yeah. Um, and then you know you you also have it in like, uh, lit my own worst enemy or or Bon Jovi living on a prayer. Again, when the when the microphone goes out and the crowd is is just taking over and singing, man, it's just I still live for those moments, man. And yeah. That that's yeah. my magic in a bottle. Those are my favorite favorite moments. I mean, we've had it to the level of you know a few thousand people so i can only imagine what it would be like to have 50 or 100,000 you know 
singing your song. Who has fifty or hundred thousand? I'm saying like at a concert. Like yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Sing. That's what I thought you meant. Well, yeah. Who has fifty or hundred thousand at a concert? Like a festival, a yeah, festival, yeah, anything something big, like, huge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I hit. A, Is that? Did you hit rampage? I hit a button on. Is rampage. that a challenge? You trying to challenge? <laughs> <laughs> nah, if you flip the switch to volume off. Boop. Sorry, rampage. We love you, George. <laughs> that um, game is. That's so badass, man. Bro, this is about owning this business, being able to get stuff like this. Yeah, you get to play with the toys, too. That's amazing. (laughs) It's amazing. All right. On the flip side, I don't know if you guys even want to say this, because, like, I I, I know you guys got to make your money, but is there, like, a song... That like you guys kind of like have to play. At, like, I knew this shows was coming. I knew this was coming. <laughs> where you guys were like, you know, they came to hear it. Like, let's just get through this. The do terrible it. part about this question is, if there's a song that we do have to play that we don't want to play, obviously and clearly, it's like everyone else's favorite song. You go through your phases. Um, mm. You know, you got your, your you got your journeys. You don't stop believing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure you've sang that a couple times. Am I right? A couple too many. Yeah, but you know you get you go through a phase right. where like for for thirty gigs straight, you know you're always playing that song, followed know? by American Girl. Yeah, you know uh, which we call them know. cliche cookie cutters. Yeah, you they're got, the standard. They're the standard. They are standard for a reason. I mean, they're great they, songs. They're yeah. great. They're great songs. They are absolutely absolutely. great songs. Yeah, absolutely. But doing anything thirty times every day in a row, you know. <laughs> It starts to wear on you, and yeah. the, and and one of the one of the unspoken things that really you don't hear a lot of people talk about is it's awesome that you get to play music for a living, but it also spoils music for you. What do you like, mean? Agreed. Absolutely. Like when you turn on the radio, you know, you go to ninety three three, and you're like, up, oh, I just played this song for the past twenty five gigs. You go do you to change 90, it ninety three seven. Here's Bastille's Happier. You go you go on the ninety five seven up. Here's Journey, don't stop believing. Let me keep going, you know. And before you know it, you've just went through like ten stations, and you played nine of them songs way too many times, and you just don't feel like listening to them right now as you're driving. Wow. So, Gene, do you turn those off, uh, dude? I have gotten to the point where I've literally looped around the entire frequency band like two or three times, and we've played every song, and I'm just like power button. <laughs> no more. I'm done. It's a rule. Everybody on, knows it. In my put car. on a little Mozart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Right, those are the only ones. Right, you get the classical station and the jazz. Yeah, and those are the only ones that we don't. But yeah, like everybody knows it. Like riding in my car, and you know when they're riding with me, it's like, you know, just turn. Like if it's a song we play live, like I don't need to hear it. You know. Yeah. Unless we're learning it that week, and it's a new song, then yeah. Well, yeah. If it's newer, if it's newer, if it's not one you've played, you know, right? Because, you know, you gotta think, Sam. You're doing, you're doing 250 gigs a year, and. You know, you do that for five years, uh, that's, you know, over a thousand gigs, you know, and that's just, if you hear that one song, you play that one song every time, that's just a thousand, over a thousand times you've played the song. That's not even including all the times you have to It's like almost it. showing up for work on a Saturday. Like, it is. Like, yeah. They don't have to be here. Like, yeah. Sam, what if you turned on the radio and you heard the wheels on the bus go round and round? <laughs> <laughs> what would you do? I mean, would you turn that off or would you rock it out? <laughs> How many times do you think I sang that today? Yeah, yeah. Seriously. Right on, right on. Seriously. No, not just because of school. My little two year old loves it right now. Yeah. So. Shout out to you, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening. That's cool. Yeah. Um, you guys have kids, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, all boys. All boys around here. Boys, yeah. All yeah. boy, dude. I just mm-hmm. had my first girl. Oh, really? Congrats. And last. Thank Congrats. you. I'm not having any more kids. And last. He's <laughs> dude, we <laughs> got man. our girl. We got our girl. We're That's happy, cool. man. So, how many kids do you have? Four. You got four. Yeah. Wow. wow. Not to mention like a hundred who come here every day. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, do you, ever, do you ever lose your four amongst the hundreds that come? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, because they're all they're all kind of your kids, but then there's your kids, right? It's actually really hard for my kids because, like, for example, my two year old, um, like, I'll be pushing him on the swing. I'll go to the kid next to him, and he's like, "Why is my dad, <laughs> you know, pushing him and not me?" <laughs> right now, so that's a challenge. We're working on it. We're working on it. So I have a question about uh, movies, man. Do you have a favorite rock and roll movie of all time? Or just music movie, I want to say, but you know, I, I recently they've had some really good ones. Like yeah. the Queen one was awesome. Dirt was fun. I'm vintage. I like uh, I like La Bamba with oh, Richie Valens. Cool. That's cool. Lou Diamond Phillips back in the day. Yeah, when I was growing up, I like uh, <laughs> that thing you do. Tom Hanks. Um, <gasps> the band out of Erie. That was such a good movie. Yeah, that's a classic. I forgot about that movie. That's that song is coming. That's that was a good song. That was a great song. That's like, why they got famous, you know. Catchy one hit wonder. One hit wonder. What the own eaters? Yeah, <laughs> the the own eaters. <laughs> <laughs> we are the one eaters. <laughs> wow, I remember that. Yeah, I'm. You know, it's just not not. I guess I can't be ashamed to admit it. Just say, I like dude. Selena. Oh, with Jennifer cool. Lopez? No, yeah. along with La Bamba. That yeah. fits with the... Uh... The Spanish theme, I guess? Yeah, the Spanish theme. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Um, sad. Uh, They're both sad. Then They're both a They're tragic all, death. Tragic. Tragedies. Both of them. A lot of people don't know, but um, the guitar player, I forget his last name, but his first name was Chris, for Selena's band, was actually really good. He's like... Um, he was like a rocker. <laughs> he was a rocker at heart. And he was like, a, he was like an awesome shredder. And because of the... Uh, you know the power of like huh. YouTube and stuff today. You can see some of these old vintage, you know, videos that you know were recorded with a, a camcorder, not even a cell phone. You know, a camcorder. Then that got uploaded to the internet, and now it's there, so you get to see it. But I've seen some like just little videos of him like back in the day in the studio, and he's actually really, really good. Selena's guitar player shredding. Shredding. Probably never shredded a solo at the gig. But no, I would the, guarantee you. In the studio, he you would, know. The, the minds of Selena fans would blow. blow. Yeah, yeah, they couldn't blow. do that. What about you, man? So, Favorite rock? I totally agree with you with, with The Dirt. Um, and, uh, and and one of my favorite older ones is The Doors. Do you remember The Doors? That yeah. was amazing. So, oh, Val Kilmer? Yeah. yeah Val Kilmer. Uh, that was just so great. That and just good. the way that, you know, you could see, he, you know, he's getting... Something he was getting hassled by the cops, and then he brought it to like the stage, and because it, you know, oh, almost starts a riot, like all yeah. Stuff, yeah. But the best, I mean, the the rock movie, the the music movie for me of all time has got to be Spinal Tap. I was hoping one of you would say <laughs> Spinal Tap. I was like waiting for you to say it, Gene. I was like, all right, I guess it ain't happening because it's. But of course, it's so because it you know it's obviously a parody on some angles, but like. When, when you've been doing it, when you've been on the road and you see the stuff that happens, oh. we're like, dude, it's not even like, it's real. Like, yeah. it's real. Like You must see it on a different level. Right. Oh, wait. Okay, before I get to the chat pack, I just want to know about your fans. Um, I have a, a fan of yours. They're the best, by the way. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> my um, my employee, do you know uh, Darielle Bundinski? Um, yes. She's been to many shows. She's a huge fan here. Okay, yeah. yeah. Huge fan. I'm glad. Um. 
Yeah, it, it, you know, it, you meet a lot of people when you're out there, and right. um, sometimes it takes like a, a good couple gigs, uh, you know, to to kind of remember remember everyone. You get the sometimes you get these people that you know they never they come out to see you, they never talk to you, they never they never say hi, and then when you finally do meet them, you know, they tell you like, oh, I've seen you so many times, and then you know you, you got to think real fast like, oh. What do I say to that? You know what I mean? Like, it is, I wish. Isn't I, it awkward? You, I guess in a way you feel like, well, I wish I knew you more. You know what I mean? Because I, I feel like you know me more than I know you. You know, and I wish, uh, you know, I wish that if you felt that way and you, you really did enjoy us that much, you know, don't be shy. Come up and say hi. Come talk to us. You know, we're yeah. You know, we're not like too big for our bridges, or by no means. You know, like Alex said, we're very humble about it. And, well, you have when you guys are, are are good at working an audience like you guys are. To that audience, I mean, you guys are larger to life in that in that moment. No, and I, I you know, I, I, and I'm not only a performer; I'm also a fan as well. And so, I, you know, I, I totally get that. That's cool. You know, because I have, you know, there's people that I'm fans of, and so. Who are yeah. you fans of nowadays? Uh I mean, it, it depends on it depends on the mood, I guess, because I'm so diverse. Uh, you know, if I'm listening to like you know guitar and stuff, um, you know, I like a lot of Eric Johnson. Joe Satriani, and these are guys that are like, you know, peak peak level guitar players, some of the best in the world, and they and they they're renowned just for their guitar playing ability. They're not in bands where mm. like you got guys that Do are you singing. You just play songs. that though? Do you just put on straight guitar? Straight guitar, yeah. Wow. Yeah, and, and just listen to it. And uh, a buddy of mine, like about eight months ago, he was actually he came uh, up. Uh, I think it was called Red Bank, New Jersey. I think that's like where. Uh, Jay and Silent Bob, they have like a comic yeah, store. Yeah, comic, comic store, book um, the secret stash yeah, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So in that town, there was a, a theater there, Count Basie Theater, and uh, one of my buddies tipped me off that they were coming. Um, so I ended up grabbing a pair of tickets. Him and I went up and checked it out. It was cool just to you know see such uh, amazing guitar playing in a theater that holds like a thousand people. You know, and I paid top dollar for the tickets too. Really? So we were like eight rows back. Like, you know, you could see the sweat dripping off these guys. You know, you were that close. And at the end of the show, you know, they're like hanging out and like throwing picks out. And like they're at the front of the stage. And, you, you know, people are like starting to walk up there. And like it's cool, you know. So I, I get it. I get the fan aspect. Yeah. And the, and the fans too, like, like, like Gene said, we're fans too. We're fans of music. But when, when you get somebody. And, and this happens. I'm sure it's happened to you, too, Gene. Like, somebody will come up to you and they'll be like, yo, I was really going through a tough time. And, like, I came out to your show and, like, I don't know. Like, it, it just, it really helped me out. I met, I met some, I met my wife at one of your shows. You yeah. know what I mean? I met, I met my future wife at your show or, or whatever. And then well, to that, we're like, hey, you need a wedding band? Like, whatever. <laughs> but, yeah. But, like, you, you know, or your your original music or whatever. Um, you know, I heard some of your, I heard some of your songs and it really... It helped me, you know, my grandmother died, and, that, and it really helped me out to, like, listen to your, and it's just surprising, man, because is, we just well, feel like, we're I, just up there, we're just up there, we're doing it, yeah. like, we don't, you know, it, it kind of get, take a little step back, you're like, wow, like, this, it's, no, it's people really people. like you, I had yeah. to, because I haven't seen you guys play, I absolutely have to see you guys play, like, yeah, I cannot I wait like to, <clears throat> I, I know I would, um, I have a lot of friends on Facebook that when I posted your picture, uh, I would talk to, and they would tell me, like, I, I don't miss them when they're around, like, they're the best. Cool. Uh, when people that's talk really about you guys, that. that's great. Nobody yeah. says a negative thing. Everyone says you guys put on a show. It's really cool. Right, right. on. Yeah, you guys have good reputation. And um, 
Maybe we'll ruin it right now with the chat pack. Sirs, Ooh. I've picked out some special questions for you. Uh, I'll let you both <laughs> pick out one, but you both must answer. So, uh, Gene, will yeah. you please uh, yeah, sure. pick one out? If you were a multimillionaire, where would you be? And what would you believe you would be doing at this very moment? Well, if I was a multimillionaire, um, Sam, I might not be here. Oh, ouch, dude. <laughs> I do a podcast. I thought you were going to say this is exactly what. All right. I would actually, I would send my private jet mm. to land here at your camp. He'd <laughs> <laughs> pick you up and pull you to the rendezvous spot. Um, yes. I, you know, I, I would probably be, I would still be working. I think, um, I think even if I had that that much money, I think I, I, I just couldn't like. I just couldn't like be like a big like spender and just spend it all, you know. Like I, I'm not a wasteful guy. I don't like to waste stuff. I'm kind of conservative, um, so I, I probably still would be working. Dude, uh, maybe why not would as you much. Not. I mean, your job is. Yeah. Fine. Exactly. Yeah, I exactly. have to agree. I I don't think I'd really change that much. I might, like, I'd dude. To be honest, watching your videos. I was a little jealous. I was like, these guys, <laughs> this looks like a lot of fun. It is a good time. Yeah, and I, I would uh I would definitely still be playing. Maybe not um maybe not as much. Um, you know, maybe would be like just full band shows or stuff, but I would expand on music, you know, I'd probably my house would be a normal house. I wouldn't be in a mansion or nothing, but I'd probably have a good sized house with uh, a, a studio and just a good spot to play. Because I, I've always said, and I, I I do honestly feel this way, you know, if I wasn't playing on stages at these places, I would be playing at home. Um, so I think just, you know, whether I had a, uh, another job where I was doing another profession or not, I think just playing music and guitar is just something that I would do. Um, there's a lot of people out there that, you know, want to be professional musicians. At some point in their life when they were younger, they played. But then money had to, you know just deter them and they had to stay with their job so um you know i probably still would play yeah what about you Alex? so i would i would i know what i would do and i would totally spring it on you guys like i wouldn't i wouldn't say anything i'd just be like guys pack your bags no meet me at the music store you know what i mean and i'd be like gene you know that guitar that you always wanted man <laughs> go get it. Get, get it i'm sorry get it off the shelf Go get that that new amp, you know, whatever, whatever yeah. you want, man. To Anthony, go get a drum set up. You know, same thing um, with everybody, man. I'm, just, you know, why I'd probably get all new gear. We could get a new truck. Like I really, it's so funny. Like I, I don't, I, 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 don't see myself as like leaving the band if, uh, you know what I mean. I, I see, I see like just making the band bigger, and, bigger, and trying to do something with it. You know? I agree. Like, what are you gonna? What are, like? What are you? How long are you gonna sit on a beachfront? Drinking a beverage that has an umbrella in it, like it sounds great. It, it sounds, sounds great, great. and yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure it is great to an extent. But after like a month, two months, like wouldn't you be like, all right? Yeah, I feel like I would miss it. I know I would, and, and I know I'm going to miss it. You know, yeah. and, uh, and you know, all good things make you know must come to an end, and um, you know, and eventually it is going to end. But uh, what it, I should have asked. This. I, I I forgot to ask. I totally meant to. What's the future? What are you guys looking forward to? What do you hope for the future? It's bigger and better. Bigger, you know? better, yeah. more. On and on and on. I mean, we're we're working day in day out. Um, Ryan, our singer, he's a he's a workhorse. He does a lot of work, a lot of a lot of stuff keeping the band going. 
in the positive direction. Uh, our new pickup, our drummer, Anthony, uh, he's of the same mindset, same cloth. Um, so just a lot of things are, are going good um, for us right now. I mean, we're coming off probably one of our best summers. Very, very busy summer. Yeah. yeah. I think I saw the video, or maybe I saw 2018. I'm not sure. Well, summer summer for bands separates the men from the boys because it gets, it gets hard. It gets hectic. You're mm-hmm. gigging. You're gigging a lot. You're traveling a lot. Equipment's breaking down. You're, what t- kind of, yeah. you're together a lot. You're together you're, a lot. You annoy each other tensions, a lot. Tensions <laughs> run high. <laughs> you know, stress oh stress God. runs high. Yeah. You get tired. You you know, you just did seven gigs, and now yeah. I got to travel five hours south to play this other gig with these guys with crammed these guys in the crammed car, sometimes. crammed in the hotel room, crammed on the right stage. And then you got to get out, and then you got to get out and have your A game, saying yeah, like yeah. ready to mm. go. You got to get out because Every like. Time. People are like waiting for you. But like, are you to able to? Place. Are you able to flip the switch even though you're tired, you're beat up? Are you able to flip and then have be- to? Yeah, have to. Dude, and this is crazy. Have too. to. It, sometimes yeah. it's not a switch. Sometimes the music just mm. just carries you. It's weird. It's like a wave. It's like and I know it sounds kind of hokey, but it, it's like when when the music starts, you you just your body, you're just trained to just go. Well, yeah, yeah if you're feeding off the energy. Yeah. And now you're producing energy, you know, you're getting the fuel that you need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So bigger, better shows. Yeah, it, but, it, but balancing with, like, while enjoying what we have. Like, that that's always been my thing, too. Like, you have to, you know, improve, yeah, get better. But, like, guys, I'm like, we're living the dream. Like, this I'm, is I'm great. You, you guys this really are. Yeah. You guys really are. I'm, I'm very lucky. I'm blessed to be doing what I'm doing. Yeah. But uh, from someone who is also so happy with the way he's doing I was even looking at what you guys were doing. I'm like, man, that looks pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I mean, there's not many jobs where, uh, you know, you can go and perform uh, and everyone just love you, I loves you. Loves you. It's great, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. No, I, I agree. Not in any conceited way. Just, you know, just... That's just the, the you know. Hey man, you when, bring joy to people's lives. Dude, uh, let me tell you something. I this is about you guys, but I gotta say, just because you guys just met me, I want you to know, like, uh, I I get to walk downstairs from my house upstairs and downstairs to the school, and I get Mister Sam. Yes, yes. You know, yes. Like, and I think about people. You know, it's just like, man, this yeah. is, this feels good. It's right good. on. It's good when you get to bring joy to people's lives. Yeah, yeah, you know? it is. And, get, and that's how you make your living. It's like what? Yeah, all right. it's, it's all wrapped in the one. That yeah. is cool. You guys got time for one more? Let's do it. It's yeah. your turn, sir. All right. Go right in the middle there. If all drinking fountains could dispense another liquid in addition to water, what would you want it to be? <laughs> Best question of all time. Can we all agree on that? Best yeah. question of all time? <laughs> yeah. I like that one. All right. Um, I'm just... I'm just gonna go with tequila. Because I, just, <laughs> I, I think it would be so weird. Like it just everything would just get so nuts, man. I, I'm just gonna. I thought you were gonna just, the way you started off. I thought you were gonna go with a safe something like Coca-Cola Classic. Or oh something. yeah. No. Can you was, give me a tequila in the microphone? What the? Give me the trumpet. Give me the mouth trumpet. <laughs> Some skill. Wow. <laughs> See, we don't even need instruments. To you play don't. Music. And when the power goes up. <laughs> yeah. Like Alex, we need we need a horn solo <laughs> and a drinking fountain with tequila. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. I think uh, I think I think mine would be. I hope my, I hope my trainers are listening. I, I think mine. Oh, would, can we give a shout out, dude? Yes, yes. <laughs> shout uh, out. Shout out to Solid Training and mm. Matt Sylvester. He's got a, a great place over there. Uh, 
I've been there about three three months. I think I, I think I lost about sixty five pounds. Unreal, dude. That's yeah. that's phenomenal. That how, you know, how do you feel? Great, man. Able to to just move more and standing uh, be up myself. must be even different. Sixty pounds. That's all. everything's different. Tying your shoes different. Putting on your socks is different. Uh, I had oh, a nice yeah. shirt on the other day, and he said, oh, I like that shirt. Where'd you get it from? I said, my bottom drawer. It can actually be promoted up a drawer now. <laughs> you know what I wow. mean? So, yeah. Good uh, for you, Definitely dude. shout out to Matt. Um, but hopefully he doesn't hear this part. Red Bull. I love, oh, I love Red Bull. I think Red Bull, <laughs> I know it's terrible for you. Sugar I know it's free, you. regular, just plain old Red Bull. Yellow. Yellow Red Bull. What are you talking about? That the exists? tropical flavor of, of <laughs> Red Bull. I mean, it just it mixes so well with every liquor I like. Um, that's like a clear any any clear liquor you could take and just mix it with Red Bull, and it's just. It's Do you just drink good. on its own too, or you? It's just for your drinking nights. Well, not not when I'm on my diet, but when <laughs> I'm on my cheat day, I, I do I do in, indulge in a in a Red Bull or two, um, because it. They taste good, and I definitely feel a perk. There was a time before I was going to Matt where I was just getting, um, I was very heavy, and you know we were working a lot, and I got uh, I got a three year old at home that's running running me down. So like by day I'm dad, by night I'm rock star, and like I just I wasn't getting the energy, and I need it. So I was actually almost living off of Red Bull. Red Bull definitely works. I know it sounds bad. Well, it's it got caffeine is. in it. It is bad, but everything is bad for you. Cigarettes is bad. Caffeine, you know, Hot dogs are bad. McDonald's is bad, but everyone still does. No, no, Red Bull things. is definitely not the worst thing in the world for you. Yeah. I mean, it's, it has caffeine. It does. It does have caffeine, and it, there's something about it that, uh, you know, it, 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 it gives you wings. <laughs> you know, it gives you wings. Wow. It gives you wings. Yo, Good Red Bull. Sponsors. Sponsors. <laughs> right? They owe you guys. Uh, gentlemen, is there anyone you want to give a shout out before we head out of here? Um, I'll just give a shout out to your audience. Thanks for listening. Uh, yeah. Shout out to you. Thanks for having. Hopefully, us. some of your audience. Can you guys uh, post this on yeah. Facebook? Or? Yeah. If you uh, if you if you tag us in any any of the stuff that you post on Facebook, I'll be sure to share it. And I'll, right I'll, on. I'll have the um, the band page shared as well. Yeah, I'd love for your audience to check this out too, man. Yeah, that for would be sure. Great. Shout out to our other bandmates, you know, Anthony and uh, yeah, and Anthony Ryan. and Ryan who and uh, are busy tonight. Uh, wish they could be here. Hey, yeah. open invite, Anthony Ryan. I got two seats here. They'll be empty eventually. So uh, yeah. yeah, so shout out to them guys. Uh, you know, repping the name tonight. Um, and uh, I mean, that's yeah, much just it. everybody, our, our crew, our families, just everybody that's uh, that's just supported and just just been yeah. there every step. You know, yeah, right on, absolutely. And if anybody is listening and intends to come out to any gigs uh, in the near future. Come up, talk to us. Let us know that you heard us on on the podcast here, Pillars Hamilton, and uh, you know we want to get. What if they do want to contact you? Like, what if they want to hire you? If they want to hire us, uh, the best way to do would be reach out to us on some of our social media, like Facebook, um, or if you don't use Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or any of them, if you go to our website, which is www.goodmanfiskband.com. And we're also transitioning into a new website, which is going to be www.goodmanfisk.com. To go to either or right now, um, they both take you to the same spot. There is a page there where they can contact us, leave us their info, and uh, we'll get back to them. People, I'm saying this because I'm being completely legit. I, I'm stoked about the idea of p- perhaps hiring you guys for the summer camp for an event we do one day we always do yeah. stuff here to know like good man fisk was coming 
And perhaps maybe I can even uh, get on stage and do a little song. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You, think I could, you think your lead singer will let me up there and yeah, uh, yeah. jam one song? Oh, dude, that'd be a dream come true for me. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll even watch your language, man. Oh, <laughs> yeah. bless your heart. Bless your heart. <laughs> this, this summer, we actually learned Baby Shark, too. So we, <laughs> yes, we did. We could, you know, Baby Shark. A lot of chord progression. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so we're, we're, we're suitable for all audiences. Yeah. yeah. You guys rock. I appreciate you. you guys coming. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thank you guys for listening And before you go I know we talked a little bit about Motley Crue And I know those guys rock pretty hard But there's one crew One crew That rocks even harder Than the Motley Oh you know who I'm talking about That's right The kickstand crew baby And I got the leader with me right now Alicia Murphy Tell them what's up Hey guys uh, I just want to tell you guys about our next big event is uh, Tweed Ride. It's going to be on October 13th. It's downtown Hamilton. Um, you come dressed in your most dapper duds, tweed ties, and hats. Um, we do a six-mile ride through town. We end at Vinyl Brewing. Um, your ticket is $30. For that, you get uh, refreshments in the beginning. You get a beer. You get some pizza. And the rest of the money goes towards, um, you know, making Hamilton a more bike-friendly, fun place to live. Um, if you want to check us out on Facebook, we're on Kickstand Crew Hamilton. And we're also on Instagram at Kickstand Crew Hamilton. And you can find all the ticket information and the ride information and future rides and uh, see what we're up to. All right. Thanks, Alicia Murphy. Thanks, Alicia Murphy.